Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Learning something new every day. It's continuous learning on the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, alongside Ron Price. Ron, great to be with you. Good to be with you, Dale. And if I could just jump in here, um, you know, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about our long friendship is the passion that you have for continuous learning. I I know that when we get together, I'm always going to pick up something new because of the way that you've devoted yourself to learning new things. And as a matter of fact, we were having a conversation about the last conversation that we had where I gave seven different steps for continuous learning, for building your own strategic continuous learning plan. And you responded about something that's really motivated you, something that's given you a lot more commitment and involvement in continuous learning. So go ahead and share with our listeners what you were sharing with me. Or even, yeah, continuous improvement. So um, I'm going to give the seven steps just as the quick recap so that people have some context around this. But um, Ron gave us seven steps to create a strategic plan for continuous learning. It's what's what he has learned and what he implements. But it's number one, identify your passions. Number two, mentally create your future. Be consistent and persistent. Earn a new PhD every three to five years. Expand how you learn, reading, listening, interviewing, playing, just observing. Promote learning in your organization and then apply what you are learning. And so as we had that conversation, I'm constantly working to improve my fitness level. And uh, we all know the older you get, the more of a challenge it can become. So the uh, I had through a conversation, trying to continue to learn how to um, motivate myself because motivation is internal, motivate myself to be more consistent. Somebody mentioned setting really big goals. So rather than doing so many sets of whatever exercise a day, um, I set out and said, I'm going to do 26,000 burpees this year. <laughs> so you're going to have to tell us what a burpee is. <laughs> so basically a burpee is you're standing up and you're going to drop down um, into a plank position and then pull your legs back up and stand up. So it's up, completely down, up, completely down. Um, so 26,000. 26,000 in a year. And, um, and rather than saying I'm going to do 50 a day, Um, which seems monotonous to me. For some reason, my brain thinks 50 a day is just absolutely monotonous and it's not very exciting. But when I think to myself, I'm going to hit the end of this year and I'm going to say I've done 26,000 burpees. Who can say that they've done that? (laughs) That's that's a lot more inspiring to me um, to get that done. And I think, you know, I've mentally created my future with that. Part of a passion to be phys- to be more physically fit, it's going to require consistency and persistence. I literally I hung a wall calendar, and every day I write down the number of burpees I've done to get to the overall goal, and uh, it's expanded my horizon. So I was thinking, how does that apply to this idea of continuous learning? Because it's not necessarily that I'm learning something new, but it 
but it really ties into that three to five year PhD concept you talked about during our last episode and that you're thinking about something a lot bigger than just, I'm going to spend 30 minutes today researching topic X. I'm going to, I'm going to literally have a PhD on topic X that I'm going to, I'm going to grow myself. Yeah. And it's about building a habit. So a habit is doing something over and over and over again to the point where it's easier to do it than it is to not do it, that you actually have to make a choice not to do it because it's become so much a part of your routine or your rhythm. So it's interesting that you take that approach. Maybe some people for continuous learning, I'm going to read 30 books a year. I've heard a lot of people use that as a standard. And in fact, somewhere between 30 and 60 minutes a day of reading, and you will get through 30 books a year. And I'm not talking about comic books. Obviously, I'm talking about books that have substance that are going to force you to see things in new ways, to think in new ways. And they're going to help to not only help you continuously learn, but they're going to stoke your ability to be creative in your thinking at the same time. So last week, you promised that we would dive into the Complete Leader website and talk more about the resources that are available to all of us to become more continuous learning learners and, uh, and be intentional about this idea of continuous learning. Yes. So the completeleader.org, when we decided to build it, we, what we realized writing the book, The Complete Leader, is that we couldn't put everything in the book that we wanted to. And that because of continuous learning, there would always be new things we were learning and we couldn't keep reprinting the book every few months. So we thought, why don't we build a website that can be a repository, not just for our thinking, but be a repository for thought leaders in the area of leadership for many years to come. So over the years, we've had dozens of people contribute blogs and articles. We have over 70 uh, short videos. Actually, we have Dale Dixon on some of those videos, but we have a variety of people who are talking about their area of expertise as it relates to leadership on these videos. Now we have close to 100 podcasts that are there. We have other references. We have coaching guides for each of the leadership skills. But one of the things that's very interactive that we have on the completeleader.org is an assessment that you can take to self-evaluate how much you've developed each of the 25 skills that we write about in The Complete Leader. So anybody who's a member of The Complete Leader community can go on and take this, uh, th this assessment, which is 125 questions around the 25 skills that give you a score. Now, it's a dynamic score, and actually, when you're a member of the community, you can go and upgrade, update your scores anytime you'd like, and you can generate reports from them and take a look at them. So we have five specific questions that are related to continuous learning where you can self-evaluate where you are on your journey as a leader when it comes to continuous learning. So you've mentioned this idea of community. How does someone join the community? Well, you go to the, the completeleader.org and you sign up. So there is an annual fee or monthly fee either way that gives you access to all of this material and to the assessment. Actually, if you'd like, there's a sample assessment you can take that just has a portion of the questions. But when you sign up and subscribe to the completeleader.org community, now you have access to the full 125 question assessment. And you don't have to take it all at once. You can just focus on whatever 
of the 25 skills are most important to you at this stage in your leadership journey. And I'm flipping through my book right now. If you buy the book, is, is there a complimentary? Yeah, in the book, we have the same assessment in the back of the book, the 125 okay. questions. So you could go in the book and just complete those manually. The advantage of doing it on the website is that now you have that stored under your password. So nobody else sees it but you. But you can go in and review how you've scored yourself and where have you grown, where would you like to grow. You can turn it into a PDF report. You can, there are a number of things that you can do interactively on the website that add value to what's already in the book. Fantastic, okay. So the questions on the website, let's talk specifically about this concept of continuous learning and, and what your diving into and learning about us as a member of the community when we start answering the questions about continuous learning. Yes. So first of all, the assessment itself, it's on the website. There are five statements that are included about continuous learning. And we ask you to score them based on how true they are about you on a scale of one to five. So one would be this statement's not true about me at all. Five would be this is absolutely me and I do this consistently. So the first statement is, those around me consider me an expert in a specific field related to my work. If you score a one, it would mean, well, you haven't gone that far in your journey of continuous learning. If you'd score a five, you'd say in that area where you've decided you've probably advanced quite a bit your skill of continuous learning. Statement number two, I have a defined professional development plan for the next 12 months or longer. So this means that you've thought intentionally and strategically about how to be a continuous learner. So again, you scale that, you score that on a scale of one to five. Statement number three, I read from thought leaders in my fields of interest for at least three hours each week. That comes out to around 30 minutes a day, at least for six out of seven days in the week. Statement number four, I've attended two or more offsite professional development learning opportunities such as conferences, forums, seminars in the past year. So again, you score that from one to five. Number five, I actively support others in their quest to learn. So I'm aware of and encourage other people to learn as well. So what we're saying is the way that you score these five statements and then we add them up gives us some sense of how actively engaged you are as a continuous learner today. And of course, we know that there are a lot more ways that you could evaluate or think about how you're learning continuously. But we created these statements from the chapter in the Complete Leader on Continuous Learning. And this is one of the ways that you can get a quick score to see how you're doing. Again, as you said, Dale, you can do it on the website or you can go to the book and do it as well. But the website also has a lot of other resources around continuous learning, including a um, several page PDF that we call a coaching guide for continuous learning, where it goes into more of a description of what it is, how you know you have it, how you can develop it. And then it, it takes you through a goal setting session around the idea of improving or building your continuous learning scores. So all of this gives you the ability to think creatively, or I would say to think innov innovatively about how to continue to advance your capacities as a continuous learner. Hmm. So I want to I tackle something that I learned a hard lesson 
around. And I have a feeling that it's probably swirling in the backs of minds of, as people listen to this podcast, and that's time. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen to um, the first to most recent podcast before this one, because Ron dived into and learned and created his strategy around continuous learning when he set out to learn how to manage his time better. And that's the, that's the hard lesson that I learned and continue to learn because I can imagine people saying, okay, Ron, I just don't have time to devote three hours a week to, um, to increasing my, my learning. And, you know, what, what's a professional development plan for the next 12 months? I've got projects that are due. And so here's the lesson that I learned. One of the continuous learning projects I took on a couple, several years ago was I love to ride motorcycles. And I said, I want to learn more about a motorcycle. So I went out and I bought a motorcycle out of the back of some barn um, that was in horrible condition. I tore it apart completely and then put it back together. Having no experience doing this in the past, I wanted to learn something new. One of the biggest lessons I learned out of that was I have a lot more time at my disposal than I think. Yeah, you're right. First of all, I'm smiling because it's, it's great that you did something like that. What a great example of the fact that there are a lot of different ways that you can learn. In your case, it was learning by doing. It was learning by tearing the thing apart and putting it back together. And it helps me to understand a little bit more the passion that you continue to have for motorcycles, which candidly is not a passion that I share with you. No, <laughs> but, but I, you know, it was, I was busy running an organization, doing a number of things, and I got really interested in this and I had the project done in about a month, month and a half. And I thought it was going to be a full winter project. You know, I, I figured it would take me months to get this done. But when I dove into it, um, I learned that I have a lot more time at my disposal and I need to be a lot more purposeful and intentional about how I invest my time in the future. So I didn't, the, the value that came out of that project was time management and the use of time versus motorcycle. But that's why I shared if, if you're ever thinking to yourself, I just don't have the time, it's, it's time to take a step back and look at how, um, and I, it's caused me to do that continually. I mean, that's an area I struggle with all the time. So <clears throat> yeah, do, you, yeah. do you hear that from, from leaders? Oh, I just I don't have the time. I hear it all. I hear it a lot. And okay. um, it's actually one of the models that we share in a new book that I've just finished that's going to be coming out later in 2018. Uh, it's the publisher has it scheduled to be launched in September of 2018. And in that model, I talk about the power that we have to make decisions. And we talk about three different spheres or three different kinds of power or influence we have. The first one is what can I control 100%? What in my life can I take complete responsibility for? And if it doesn't get done, it's nobody's fault but mine. And some of the simple things I think of, well, I can control 100% what I put in my mouth, what I eat. I can control 100% what I drink and how much I drink. I can control pretty close to 100%. Now, if you're a parent with young children, this we, we have a different experience here, but because my children are all grown up and 
gone from our home and it's my wife and me, that the vast majority of the time I can control 100% what time I go to bed and when I get up in the morning. I can control 100% how much TV I watch or whether or not I exercise. There's so much that we can control 100%. And one of the breakthrough insights for me many years ago that really changed the trajectory of my career and my experience was realizing I can control how much time I set aside for learning. Everybody can control that, but you have to make a commitment to it. You have to get serious about committing and following through on that commitment to yourself. And then depending on how and when and where you're doing that, you may have to let other people know your commitment so that they don't interfere with it. I've, I did it at the office when it came to continuous learning. And so I had to let other people know that during this time every day, which was key for me, if I didn't have the same time set aside every day, it was, it was going to fall off the radar screen for me. So it had to be the same time every day that I was in the office. This time was devoted for me to focus on continuous learning. And I shared it with other people and I asked them to honor it. And the years and years and years that I did this, I never had anybody interrupt me during that time. It worked. It worked because I made and followed through on the commitment and then asked for other people to help me. Now, maybe you're not telling other people about it in that way, but maybe you've got an accountability partner, what we would call a peer coach. And if you really want to increase your accountability, your commitment, you'll set up a phone call with them once a week where they'll call you and they'll ask you a question that you composed. And the question might be, how many times did you spend 30 minutes or more this week learning something new? And then you'll answer that. It was five times or two times or whatever. So it's a great way that you can increase the accountability that you have to follow through on a commitment that you've made to yourself. So I'll, I'm going to ask you to, to really sum up these, these two podcasts with the, I guess you could call it a return on investment, an ROI statement about the power of continuous learning, because I know that the more intentional I am, it was just like the, the fantastic lesson I learned about the amount of time I have at my disposal from doing the motorcycle project and what that did to illuminate other areas of my life and opportunities. Um, but what, how would you encapsulate and give us an executive summary of the ROI of this idea of continuous learning and how important it is to develop and grow as a leader? Well, to go back to the beginning of our conversations about this, we live in a, what the U.S. Army coined as a VUCA world. It's volatile constantly changing. It's uncertain. There's probably more that we don't know about the future than that we do know. It's complex. There are a lot of moving parts that influence us, some of which we see, some of which we don't see, and it's ambiguous. There's not one clear pathway, but we have to constantly adapt sort of the way that you drive a car where you're constantly moving the wheel a little bit. You're not turning a corner, but you're making little adjustments as you go. So we live in this VUCA world and probably the greatest skill we have to manage it appropriately and hopefully to leverage it instead of just survive it is that we continually learn. And we talked about these different ways that we continually learn. And in fact, the completeleader.org, our website that goes along with the book and with this podcast, the purpose of that website is to feed people information for continuous learning. 
And it's to create this framework of what are the areas or the subjects of learning that we should continually come back to as leaders to get better and better and better all the time, to keep innovating our leadership. This is really the pathway of continuous learning. So what I would suggest is um, listen to these two conversations that we've had about continuous learning in the podcast and take notes as you listen. And as you're listening, ask yourself these questions. What parts of this conver these conversations are resonating most for you? What, what parts are you're saying, yeah, that's something I should pay attention to. That's something I should do more of. Number two, how will you build your own strategic learning plan to become more intentional, more focused, more habitual in your continuous learning? Number three, how can you engage others around you to do the same? Because where there are more people doing it, it amplifies or accelerates your ability to continuously learn because you're not only learning from your efforts, but you're learning from the conversations that you're having with others at the same time. Number four, how can you make continuous learning a habit that you practice with regularity? That, that really three things I said. One is, number one, make the commitment you're going to do it for whatever period of time that is. Number two, if at all possible, have it be the same time every day. And number three, get other people involved helping you or supporting you in it, either through peer coaching or through telling them to please honor that time and not disrupt you during that time if you're in the same office. Uh, or if even virtually not to disrupt you during those times, not to send you emails or call you during those times, or to actually be involved in a continuous learning community. And then find of all, last of all, number five, think about how you can expand how you learn. Yes, reading is a great way, but what about listening? What about going out and observing or doing new things or hanging out in new groups? What are all the different ways that you can expose yourself to new ways of learning? So those are five questions to ask yourself as you listen to these two podcasts. And we'll make sure that we have those available for anybody who'd like to reach out to us and get those five questions. Fantastic. Well, you've given us a lot to think about and inspiration to become continuous learners. Thank you so much, Ron Price co-author of the book, The Complete Leader. And you can find that book wherever books are sold. Be sure to check out the website, join the community. It is such a minor investment with major payoff uh, for your future as a leader. It's thecompleteleader.org thecompleteleader.org. Join the community and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. It is The Complete Leader. And while you're out subscribing to the podcast, if you haven't done so already, please rate and review this episode. It makes it easier to find for other people looking for this type of information. We definitely appreciate that. This is The Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to The Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.